So now we've got 17 stores and counting that are leaving San Francisco's Union Square. Here's the complete list. Got a couple of stories. You've got an anthropology that I just reported on yesterday. Now you've got an Office Depot closing. So not only is Office Depot impacted by a lot of the downtown big high rises no longer have businesses in them because everybody's working remotely, you know, San Fran, a lot of tech workers, they're all working remotely. They're not in their offices to need to go get office supplies at Office Depot. But on top of that, it's in an area right here in, in Union Square-ish. And things are going wildly sideways. 17 stores and counting. Let's get into it. Enjoy the decline. That's what everybody always says, right? Enjoy the decline. Well, we're going to podcast it. We're not only going to enjoy it because it's happening or not enjoy it because you're like watching that train wreck. Is that, is it enjoyable to watch a train wreck? Is it? No, it's like, but you know what's going to happen. You just can't look away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. People are going to get hurt and maybe, oh, oh, horrible. That's what we're doing. I mean, it's literally what we're doing, right? Sadly, another longtime retailer will depart from Union Square. Anthropology will close the doors of its 880 Market Street store on May 13th. I mean, a couple of weeks from now. Just boom, done. We're out of here. Now, you might say, well, we are in the middle of a retail apocalypse, Sean. People changed their buying habits during the pandemic because a lot of the stores were closed and they were forced to shop online and they all went to Amazon and bought their stuff there. And now they're in the habit of doing that. Yes, but there's also still a contingent of folks. In anthropology, I believe their demographic is ladies age 30 plus ish in there somewhere. I'm not going to pull a Don Lamont and say that they're over the hill at some age. I mean, that guy got fired because he was kind of a jackass, right? He made jackass statements. He's like, yeah, look it up on Google. Women are over the hill at this age. I'm like, why did you even say that? What, 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 what benefit do you, oh, look it up on Google. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyway, ladies like to shop at anthropology. I bought, I think some candles there before. I got some house stuff, I think, too, right? But um, people like to go in and try clothes out. But not here in San Fran anymore. Not here in San Fran. As first reported by San Francisco Gate, the closure leaves the lifestyle retailer without an outlet in the city. Hey, we've enjoyed our 20 years of servicing your community, but it got to a point where all the nut jobs walking around on the sidewalk and those nut jobs coming into the store and scaring our employees and stealing from us and making it not profitable to move forward with the operations of this business on top of skyrocketing rent. It's crazy. You've got skyrocketing rent in San Francisco on some of these smaller stores and you got the big, you know, you got a mess going on. You got a mess going on. You got a lot of landlords that aren't looking around going, hmm. Here's what's happening. I had a meeting the other day. I'm not going to say with whom because I don't want to um, disclose information. But they, you know, lease type stuff is always pretty personal. It's like, you know, um, how much, uh, you know, how much should you pay for your house? It's like kind of personal. So, but I had somebody tell me that's in downtown that that has a business in downtown Seattle that their landlord came to them unilaterally just came to them and said, Hey, we're XYZ. We're going to drop you four bucks 
and this is on an annual uh, gross figure. We're going to drop you four bucks a square foot. Will you sign a three-year lease? And we talked about that for a while. And that is an indicator of a landlord going, you know what? We're going to have a bunch more vacancy come our way because of the whole structure of downtown business and high rises and all that. People not needing as much space as they once did. So we're going to, if you, if you're still going to stay, we're going to knock some money off your rent. Plus we're going to go with, you know, we want you for three more years. They're trying to buy time until the market gets better because it's going the wrong direction down right now with occupancy numbers. And that same individual told me that they thought that uh, Seattle was, you know, maybe 60% vacant, the actual physical office space. I think based on a lease, you know, how much is actually leased out, it's way more than that. But so many of those leases are short-term leases, they're subleases. People aren't going to back to downtown. When Amazon is only going back to downtown Seattle three days a week as of May 1st, kind of tells you where things are at. We're having to drag people into the office because nobody wants to go. They don't want to work at home. You know, do laundry on your lunch, make a sandwich whenever you want, walk the dog, you know, not have to go into ridiculous meetings, not have to get all dressed up, not have to take a shower every day before you go. I like that routine. I do. I've always liked that routine. So even when I worked at home for a few years, which I thought was okay at first, and then was miserable after a while. It's like, ah, I only got this guy to talk to you. This is horrible. This guy knows nothing. What are we even doing here? And you start calling people, hey, you want to go to lunch? <laughs> you know, you're just bored out of your mind by yourself at home. But some people enjoy that. I know a lot of people that have really gotten used to doing that and they want to keep that routine going. And I think that's where a lot of like software engineers are at. They don't want to go into work. They don't want to go into Amazon three times a week. I get that. It makes sense. And folks especially don't want to go to work if they have to deal with the chaos on the streets, on the sidewalks of their local community, like in a, in a downtown Seattle, in a Portland, in a San Fran, in an LA. You know, LA doesn't have the same kind of high rise deal because man, LA's zoning is just so all over the board. It's just, you know, high rise, 7-Eleven, tear down single family home, just crazy. So the departure, and we're talking about anthropology, the departure is another blow to the city's famed shopping district, which has lost a total of 17 retailers in the past three years. It's according to analysis by The Standard. Companies that cited reasons for closing Union Square locations attributed to a reevaluation of real estate portfolios because of the pandemic or business priorities. Our priority is to make a profit. We can't do that here. So much of our stuff is getting the five-finger discount out the front door, or we're having to spend so much money on security, or we're having multiple break-ins. Choose one. Pick one. Any of those when you've got a retail uh, apocalypse going on, and when you don't have enough foot traffic in your downtown core. That is what a lot of big cities are really lacking right now. Foot traffic. All those extra people pouring out of the buildings at dinner time or, you know, after work to go have dinner. Maybe they do a little bit of shopping. You know, all those stores are being impacted and you are seeing them leave the downtown core because they can't make a go of it on top of all this other craziness that you've got going on. Office Depot on Third Street and Amazon Go on Post Street also announced store closures in the area this month. These are new closures. Amazon Go. All right. Yeah, those are kind of one of those 
it's like a glorified supermarket mini market where you run in, grab stuff and it, it automatically checks you out and you don't have to pay. You just, it's on a credit card and it does it. Apparently they're supposed to be, you know, pretty, pretty accurate, but here is, all right. So here is our, here's our diagram. Let's see if I can get this bigger here. So here's, here's kind of a map with all the stores that have closed since the pandemic. That's, that's a lot of stores right there. This is a well-known area. This is a union square. They had uh, last uh, last holiday season, I believe, they had massive police presence because they had so many shoplifters and dash and grabs, you know, bash and grab, whatever you want to call it, where people just run in, organized retail theft, right, on stores with expensive stuff. So it's not a shock that, you know, anthropology and office depot just say, no mas, we're done. We're out of here. In January, the gap announced it would scale back its banana republic presence in union square and shut down the athleta store on Sutter street this spring. Well, the gap is a victim of its own existence based on the retail apocalypse, right? It's a business model that is not currently working. I believe they are in bankruptcy, have declared bankruptcy or are bankrupt. One of those things, right? You always see the gap. Athleta, um, that's a great store. Uh, they've got good stuff. That's a good community store. Doesn't surprise me. You know, their parent company, The Gap, they're just basically, um, and Banana Republic, you know, all owned basically by parent company. They're saying, well, we're shutting her down. But when you've got the option to shut something down first, you're going to take that location where things are just going sideways, right? The news that Whole Foods would shut its downtown location just a year after it opened shined a spotlight on the challenges retailers face downtown. Concern for the store's staff, given the rising crime and drug abuse in the area, pushed the store to close. After highly publicized robberies in 2021, Union Square shops received an increased police presence during the 2022 holiday shopping season. One burglar recently received a three-year prison sentence for one Union Square burglary. So we've known this is going on, but this is the bleed out. This is further what's what's happening. And these are all the stores. I'm just going to run through, you know, here's the most recent. Here is, here's 2023. All right. You got anthropology in April. You got office depot in April. That's what we're, we're covering right now. You got Amazon go. Uh, announced in March that they're shutting that, that bad boy down. March, Arcteric store closed down. I believed I podcasted that. February 2023, you got the real, real. For January 2023, you got CB2. January, uh, I believe, I don't know much about the real, real. I don't know much about CB2. CB2 is another retailer, I think. Banana Republic, we just talked about that. That's January of 2023. Athleta, same thing, January 2023. Then we go back to November of 2022, the container store. And then going back in time, you go Crate Barrel, Abercrombie & Fitch, uh, Designer Shoe Warehouse, Disney, Uniqlo, Marshalls, H&M, and The Gap. So a handful of those are victims of just, you know, organized, not organized retail theft. I almost said that. But business models that no longer work in today's environment where you've got Amazon delivering people to stuff to people all day long. So not necessarily they couldn't make a go of it in this location, but if you can't make a go of it anyway, shut that bad boy down. You like, you know, just do it super quick. Um, cut the, cut the bleeding, right? Cut the, cut the losses. So this is one of those stories that I think 
you know, this is the culmination of Proposition 47, which is shoplifting. You've got organized retail theft. You got drug addiction going on in a city like San Francisco. You got crazy people on the streets. You got drug addicts on the streets. You know, $950 Proposition 47 threshold in California. You get caught shoplifting that. There's going to be no repercussions. You don't have enough cops. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. You don't have enough people walking around because you don't have all the businesses in the downtown core. You've got a vacancy rate that's out of control. So, you know, in, in all the revenue for all the taxes going into this stuff is now no longer there. So you've got what we'd call the doom loop, the doom cycle of, well, this is getting worse. And as it gets worse, it gets worse. It just kind of, you know, all that revenue that all these businesses used to create in downtown to run the bus systems to get people in from the burbs to downtown, it's no longer there. It's no longer there. So at some point in time, and we are headed there right now. Talked with one of my good friends, Mike. He's like, you know, when, when are we going to feel the real impact of that, of all this stuff happening? You're feeling it right now. You are seeing the stores close. And these are not just stores that are closing because they're, you know, for whatever reason, their business does not work. You know, when, when you go to it's it, it, best example I can think of that in my lifetime was the, the weirdest to see was all of a sudden, uh, film developing stores all closed down. So when I started off appraising, we, we had, you know, real life photos that we did in triplicate. So each appraisal would get assembled, would get copied three times. So you had three, you had one work copy and you had two copies with the, plus the original that you'd send out. One of my jobs early on in my career was to tape pictures to, you know, the report and their pictures that were delivered at a one hour photo delivery or a photo shop. And we'd run, you know, 1500, two grand, 2500 a month in just developing photos because, you know, super busy. And then we'd buy thousands of bucks worth of film at a time and, um, you know, just chew through it. Then in 2001, when we went to digital, went to digital photography, printing out our own or what eventually ended up happening. Initially, we'd print out those reports, send them off. But we did it all internally. We no longer had to have the photos and all that stuff where we, you know, add them in by hand. Then the PDF lenders started accepting the PDF, Adobe PDF. And so then we could attach it to email and send it out. And, you know, one of my initial jobs when I got my driver's license was delivering appraisals. Here's your appraisal. My dad sent me. Here's your appraisal. People look at it and go, what is this? This is low. And I'd be like, I'm just a messenger. And I was literally just the messenger, just some kid delivering an appraisal, probably in sweats. I don't know. Yeah. But the minute we went to digital photos in our appraisals and PDFs, all of those photo development companies just went under. They just they went under the one that we used a lot, which is just literally down the street from where I'm sitting. It was Eastside Photo and Film, and um, when they lost our account, they had to fire somebody because we had done that much business. That's what I was told, anyway. Um, so you know, it was one of those 
you know, we're going to save a lot of money, but I understand you're going to go out of business. So some of these stores are along those lines. They're no longer viable business model. The film development companies, that's an extreme. And there are, there are still some out there because you've got people that are really into photography and it's a hobby and they like to get things developed and they want to get a really cool thing developed. But, you know, our printers have gotten good enough where you can print something out. If you got a high quality enough resolution image, you can print something off at home. It looks pretty damn good. Slap that bad boy in a cool frame. Away you go. You're golden. So, but these stores here are combination of it's not working out. And hey, the location is terrible. Because when you've got a Whole Foods that is closing down after one year in business, and I think they, I can't remember what Whole Foods said they invested $17 million into that store, I think putting that store together. And they had somebody that um, OD'd in the bathroom and then all kinds of shoplifting. And safety was the major consideration for their store employees in closing down that store. And they didn't say they were going to be closed down forever, but they also didn't say they're going to be open up anytime soon. They said, if and when it becomes safe enough to open up this store, we will consider coming back. And who wouldn't? It's San Francisco, right? If you're going to place a bet on something, big West Coast city like that, you're going to place a bet on that. But for right now, I think a lot of folks are saying, yeah, you know what? We're going to take our, we're going to take our lease and we're not going to renew it. And we're going to go ahead and exit stage left and just, we're going to ditch. And so that's why you've got 17. How's that? that For 17. I thought that was pretty good. That was literally 17 right there. So literally 17 stores leaving San Francisco's famous Union Square. And you know what? I think we're going to have a handful more. I really do. So I will podcast those for you right here. Thanks for being here. Love to have you subscribe, hit that notification bell. So when these stories pop up again, and if you care about these stories, I think a lot of people do because they're, they're looking in going, yeah, told you so, told you so. All that stuff works against, you know, retail. We're watching it happen. We're watching it unfold in real time. Thanks for being here. I'd love to have you subscribe, hit that notification bell, share it with friends and family. Do your thing. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.